Man, that is good. I am drinking Gatorade Toast Quencher. Flavor Breeze. And it is like really the best, in my opinion. And uh, I'm also drinking Coal Power Elite. Elite. Vanilla. 42 grams. Uh, by Fairlight. I drink this after I walk out. Well, actually, I don't drink this. Just this particular brand. I drink anything with 42, 40 or 42 grams. Basically, I don't go less than 30 grams after I walk out. And I didn't walk out today, but I feel the main my body needs a little protein. Um, yeah, after a hard, long workout, it's best to drink, like, I think, at least two bars of these, if not more. And um, I'm talking on my JBL Vive earbuds, so I don't know how much it's going to pick up. But uh, um, I will happily say that I have no money and I've went out. Not that that is by business, but I am looking forward to my next paycheck, as a good number of you people are. And I'm actually, like, content about it. And, um, most of the paychecks going to go to paying the other half of my rent. Uh, so I will need to make plans on how to move to San Francisco if I want to move there by, I wanted to say no later than May, but it looks like it may be no later than June. I would definitely move in there by August. It's going to be my birthday present. I, I, growing up, I'm like 31 right now. I'll be 32 in August. I realize that you can't ask for much when you're growing up. I mean, there was a point in my life I was spoiled. But all the stuff I've been through, losing my mom, having to move out of my dad's house, having to move out of my uncle's house, having to find my own place, with or without help, uh, different aspects of my life, different milestones. And that's pretty much describes my life as milestones. I will, I will say that I will accept being able to move into a studio apartment that I can afford. As long as it's a studio apartment, I'm content. I don't want just a room, I want an entire apartment. And if I can move into that, I'm content. And uh, I hope it doesn't look like I'm talking to myself, which I, you know, I, I do that from time to time when I'm like agitated and thinking about things. I, I don't, my mind just spins a different ways. But uh, I've learned you have to be content with that. And so that would be a birthday question for me if I could move to San Francisco. Um, I really want to move that soon. And, um, but moving on, I want to continue to talk about women. Um, and how, how they're getting worse with the whole trying to be independent but trying to be feminine aspect. And I, I base a lot of what I say on this podcast on what I've and, you know, listen to on YouTube videos regarding women, because, you know, um, a lot of, a lot of people, including Brett Cooper, and, uh, what's her name, uh, that, I'm sorry, uh, her name is Courtney Ryan, they spoke about it. So, I don't know how this is going to sound out here, um, I'm close to my mic without holding it in my hand, but, uh, I was saying how... Courtney Ryan was pretty much saying that women nowadays make it well, having a relationship is nearly impossible. You know, a heterosexual relationship. If you're a heterosexual woman and you want a man, you gotta have the same behavior that you want your man to have. That's just how it is. You can't have standards and expect him not to have standards. It's, uh, women that think that want to be in control because they've been allowed to and those people that have been allowed to have been spoiled to the point where they haven't really learned 
it's the other way around. And, you know, I, I've, I've seen a few instances when a man would smack a woman. And, you know, of course you would uh, initially think that he's wrong, but if you dwell into why, you might discover that she has done something to deserve to be smacked. A friend a while back told me he watched a video of a woman slapping a man and to, to, her, to her shock, to her complete utter surprise, he slapped her back. And we both thought, my friend and I thought that was right because if you have no reason to slap a man, you do it, especially in public, you deserve to get smacked back. That's just how it is. Um, and even a bus driver ended up putting his hands on, he smacked a woman that smacked him. They were having an argument and he rightfully smacked her back. And of course, he can. He could have gotten fired for that because you know he's a driver and she's not. So I guess I'm gonna have to hold it up to hold my mic up because I'm not obviously being picked up. But uh, that's the thing that Courtney Courtney Ryan really does speak the truth that a lot of women ignore. And these women that pretend that deep down they're sad and they're lonely, they have a facade. They want it, and especially here in L.A. They want people to notice them because that's all they have. They have no real mission, no real goal in life, no long-term commitment to anything. It's just short-term, short-lived. They, they do the same thing every day. They put on nice dresses and do their hair. And, and you know, they're really doing it for men. They, they won't admit it, but they're doing it for men. They'll admit it to the right kind of man. But if you look like you're a simp or if you look like you're weak or they don't like you, they won't admit it to you. Unless, of course, you show that you can be manly. And for me personally, a lot of times I've had to like actually get mad and yell at a woman to just to get her to feel feel, to, to kind of put, to put her in a place to remind her that uh, you just don't talk to a man in, in that, that way, that you don't talk to a man in a sort of, a sort of I mean, not a sort of, but an authoritative way. And I've even argued with female cops that try to be over, like, authoritative with me. I've let them know, I don't care if you're a cop or not. You're a woman. You don't talk to me that way. And, and you know, while that may sound sexual, like sexual biased, that for the most part is true. Women just do not talk to men in a certain way. They can't. They're not supposed to. It's not acceptable. You know, there's like children don't talk to their parents in a certain way. And, and a woman shouldn't talk to a man in a certain way because it will literally raise his anger. And people can say all day, well, you know, women need to be hold. Women are always hold. There's nothing that can say, there's, no, there's nothing that can say women are not hold. Women are hold all the time. They hold too much. I think women have too much of a voice. And I have reason to think that, you know, I don't, it's not just a, what are the videos I've seen on YouTube. I can get this from my personal experience that women have way too much to behold. They, they talk so much because they know that people will listen to them. And women can get away with a lot of stuff they should not be allowed to get away with. You know, you see all these TikTok videos of, of women in the gym wearing all these nice clothes and getting mad because they accuse, they assume that certain men are staring at them. Like, there was this recent one that I saw on YouTube. A blind man was looking in the same direction as a woman, but he wasn't looking at her because he couldn't see her to begin with. You can't look at what you cannot see. If you have anything obstructing your eyes or you don't have irises or the ability to see, there is no way in hell you can see anything. Like, visually see. 
Therefore, you can't visually look at anything. And so she was wrong to keep assuming. He even told her he's blind. He flat out, straight out told her, ma'am, I'm blind. And, he, and she said, I don't care. Don't stare in my direction. My response would be, ma'am, you can shut the fuck up because I can't stare in your direction because I can't even see you. I could have my eyes open all day. But I can't see you. And, those, and she even threatened to call the police because he was staring at her. You're going to call the police on a blind man. And if he would have got arrested and went to jail, he literally would have filed, he could have easily filed a lawsuit for discrimination against a disabled individual. Now, the reason why he did not have his shades on or whatever blind people wear it was because he's walking out at the gym. If you get sweat around your eyebrows and other aspects of your face, you are not going to wear fucking shades or eyewear. That is why he did not have glasses on. Some people who have glasses like I do, prescription lens, they might even take their glasses off when they're walking out if they can see. Because I have some big ass glasses on, I should probably start taking them off. But the point of it is, hey, if you, if you don't need your shades, I mean, you're inside of a environment anyway, you don't need your shades. It's really, the reason why blind people wear shades is because they don't want to alarm people. They have respect for people publicly, so they don't want people to be freaked out by their eyesight. Then they, if their eye pupils are white or whatever due to lack of light or lack of use because they can't see, they cover it up with shades, typically. And, of course, they use a cane. But this individual, when he's walking out, he didn't want to have his shades on. And, and, and he has every right to do that. And that's not just even the right thing. That's just a common sense. Like, forget political rights and constitutions and all that. This is common sense. I would do, anybody would do the same thing. It's, it's, it's people that are entitled. And I know it's just one case. But it's all it takes is, like, one or two cases. And people start talking about it on the Internet. They say, this woman was selfish and just inconsiderate. This blind man could not see her. He could not even look at her. Why would you assume that he's staring in your direction? He's not staring at you or your direction. He can't see you. There's nothing to look at. Like, to you, he doesn't know who you are. He knows you're a woman by your voice. There's nothing to look at. You know? It's simple. I close my eyes right now. I can't look at anything. My eyelids are covering my eyes. So, that's just how it is. And people need to understand, especially women... You are not entitled to your opinion. I don't care. I don't care if you've been told that all your life. Nobody's entitled to an opinion. Not not a single soul. Not in the not in the fucking president. Jesus Christ was not even entitled to his opinion. Uh, people say. I, th- I think people are wrong. I think. I think that's a false accusation to say. Hey, you have every right to your opinion. You technically do not. Technically, you don't have a right to your opinion. Because if you think you have a right to your opinion, you can say whatever you want. And you honestly cannot say whatever you want. Because if you could say whatever you want, you wouldn't care, like a psychopath, how what you say affects other people. So legally, technically, you don't have a right, you don't have a right to your opinion and you don't have an entitlement to your opinion. It's only, that really goes to rich people, people of wealth, people who have good, good status. They are the ones that think they're entitled. And they're the ones that created this entitlement of opinion. Now, everybody wants to use it. That's why you got all these woke people that want to use the so-called, quote-unquote, entitlement to opinion that nobody has. It doesn't matter if you have a brain. It doesn't matter if you have a, a conscience you can think. You don't have an, you don't have a, uh, you don't have a entitlement to your opinion. Then what's the point of having an opinion? An opinion is a tool. It's a method. I mean, that don't mean I have to use it. 
And, in, and even if you are entitled to your opinion, that does not necessarily mean you have to voice or verbalize your opinion. There are some things that should not be said for the sake of other people. And and one thing I do not under, I do not stand here in LA in general, and it's not just the women; it's this the men as well. There are so many people that do not know how to back off when you tell them to leave you alone. If you're not bothering anybody and they're the ones harassing you, they do not want to back off. They are so entitled to the opinion, you have to actually physically fight with somebody to get them to understand that they're not going to mess with you. And here's the thing. These people think that they can touch you and hit you, hold you, but you cannot do the same thing to them. And it is just like that with L.A., especially women. Is, is, and a lot of women that do that, they're in their 20s and 30s, sometimes even their 40s and 50s, but a lot of these Generation Z women that do not understand that it, not everything has to be recorded and videotaped. You know, and, and if I saw a woman recording me, like, visually, I would, take the, I would take the phone out of her hand and break it. I don't care who paid for it. I don't care how expensive the phone is. That, that's your punishment. And I think we just, we just need to be harsher on people to get them to understand life. You know, I had teachers in high school, like especially an English teacher. One was named Mr. Wex Houston. He was so mean in high school. But over time, I came to understand his perspective. The reason why he is harsh on people was because people did not want to learn English. They didn't even want to use grammar. And he said, he quote on, I, I would quote him, he said, you know, a long time ago, black people, they couldn't even, they didn't even know how to speak a white English. They were illiterate. Now, black kids, you have so much opportunity to learn how to speak white and articulate English. But what do y'all do? Y'all can't even write in English. Y'all, y'all, the way y'all text is ridiculous. There's no hope for you. And I don't know if he said there's no hope for but he was right. There was a lot of black people that did not want to learn proper English, and I felt, I felt bad about it. And I, was, and I was willing to learn English because, see, English was a hard course for me. Not speaking it so much, but learning all the grammar, all this, not with the spelling, but the grammar, the use of what, a, what the hell was an oxymoron. I forgot what an oxymoron is. And this is before the days of Wi-Fi, of course. This is the days before you could have a mobile device on your phone. You could basically have Google right in your pocket. You couldn't even use a translator. This is before you, this is back when you had to go up to computer, if you had access to a computer and the Internet, and actually Google the shit. Because for me, I did not have a phone in high school. I didn't have a, my own cell phone until I was 18. So I'm telling you, Generation Z and after that, they don't know what they got. Because me, I had to go to a fucking library just to have internet. I didn't have internet at home. My mom called it, a, my mother called it a luxury. An unnecessary luxury. She paid the rent, electricity, phone. The cable was the last, but the cable was expendable because she said, Mikey, you don't, need, you don't need cable. We need power first. Without power, the TV doesn't have a function. And I, and I have that. But, of course, Internet isn't a necessity nowadays. But, but what I'm saying is, is um, the reason why I talk into my podcast about women is because I think as a society, we really need to be harsh on women when they've done wrong. Like, if you've done if, if if you've done something to offend a woman, and you've actually done something, obviously you're gonna be punished for it. Obviously, you should be like reprimanded or whatever, or you know, you know, punished for it. But why is it that we do not punish women for the same 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 thing? 
and I and I keep mentioning my my problem of uh, being falsely accused of an individual that showed up at this woman's house. If you don't remember the the woman's name, I will give it. Her name is Romessa Ramirez. She was that a uh, um, <sighs> theater employee, cast member, whatever you call it, usher, whatever you call it, that falsely accused me of making her feel uncomfortable. Um, and as I've said before, if I told a manager this. I would quote myself, I said, if she feels uncomfortable, that's her problem, not mine. I shouldn't be kicked out or punished because of her. I'm a paying customer. Paying customer. I'm not somebody who's just bumming off of, of, of the theater. I literally paid for my tickets and my food. So, and I was like, why are you protecting her? Why are you kicking me out? You know, I used to not be a, I used to not literally believe that a person can be kicked out for nothing like if you've damaged property if you've harmed somebody or harmed something or you've done something you get kicked out but nowadays if you make an employee feel uncomfortable and you don't even have to be anywhere near the employee they can just falsely say it and you get kicked out and um Whenever I post this, if somebody wants to leave comments so that, that, that something like this has happened to them, or they know somebody that's been dealt with, had to deal with this, or if they have anything to say about if you know you've done something wrong and you've been not convicted but accused, there's, there's this resource or something you can do. I know people tell me to let it go, but I think letting it go is similar to how the Black Lives Matter was saying silence is compliance. Is, silence is compliance. And that means that if you're silent and not speaking, then you're complying and and basically saying it's okay for cops to kill black people. So in a similar way, if we don't punish people for doing this, and particularly women, silence is compliance. And the reason why I say it to women is because women are the ones that do this. You tell me a man that's going to say to his boss, I feel uncomfortable around such and such. Because as a, and when I used to work at Wiggle, if I ever did that to a woman, they would say, Michael, it's okay. No, and you know, you know, unless I had to scream, I'd, I would basically have to scream and get emotional just to let my, just to, un- just for my manager to understand me. And that's not even guaranteed. But women are so easily able to do it. And it's not because they're emotional. It is not because of their sexual, sex sexuality. It's simply because... As a society, while well, minds have been made to basically give women, especially if they look good, too many rights than they deserve. And I honestly want to fight to have those rights taken away. Like, I don't think a woman should have authoritative position whatsoever. I don't think she should be allowed to be in, in politics, Congress, um, a police officer, or, any, or not even a doctor. Because all these laws we have regarding Title IX, it's got something to do with women. Because they feel like they want to make a difference. When half the Title IX claims are not even claims. Like, okay, you claim that you're sexually harassed, but you have to prove it. I know the law doesn't require you to have proof, but if you're going to make an accusation that anybody has ever sexually harassed you, especially if it's a man, you have to prove it. You have to say, show how he's done it. Because if he gets fired, he can legally sue the company for firing him illegally. Based off sexual harassment or sexual orientation or whatever. And, the, and, and you can't say as an employee you were defending your rights because you were going against his. Going against another individual's rights to have a job to walk is not defending your rights. You're, you're, you're offending somebody else. Because to me, it's like 
I haven't really gotten a job, a decent job, ever since I got fired from Weagle. And that was like almost six months ago. Because I'm thinking that if I get another job, it's going to be the same thing. This has already happened twice. And I see a pattern here in L.A. that if you so much is like talk to women or whatever, they can easily down the line say that you did something to sexually harass them. And they follow you because they don't tolerate that. Well, as, an, as a former employee, I don't I tolerate being falsely accused of things. And now the company, of course, is saying bankruptcy. They're claiming bankruptcy because they don't have the money to pay. Truth is they do because it's a theater. I know they got money. So I'm trying to find a way to walk around. To, to, to have, i got to talk to a, a lawyer, an employment lawyer that handles bankruptcy if the employer is claiming bankruptcy. And that's actually good for me because I could probably get them out of business if they're claiming bankruptcy. I could get the whole company out of business, not just the location. I could be a member for that. And believe me, I will boast about it. I will boast about it on Instagram, Facebook. I will tell whoever. I will boast about it. Because I want people to know that, that, that it was done. And, I, and I'm the one that did it. And why I did it. And I, I know it's not just me that, that's going to do it. There's a lot of, there's probably more, there's a lot more employees, employee, employees suing this one company. Um, because, I mean, the, the shit that they did to me, I think they have, must have done to someone else. And the fact they know that they, they think they can get away with it means that nobody has done anything about it, at least successfully. And it, takes, it may take a number of cases, a number of tries to get somebody to, to, to understand they can't do this. Because so many employees were already quitting their job on the spot. They were like, we can't do this. After two weeks or two months or two years or whatever, that's when they started raising their minimum wage. It went from 15 to 17 to 18.04. They raised it twice because they were trying to keep the employees that they had. And I was a dedicated employee, amongst others. And some people still sued. One of the employers, employees, one of my fellow coworkers, he told me that one of his one of his coworkers' friends was suing because of uh, what one of the... Uh, Supervisors, team leads, was saying, and maybe he was making it up. I don't know. A lot of people in LA make shit, make shit up, but uh, this this is about mainstream women. So today, I I just felt in such a rage today because I've been like, I found out that the through the court that uh, Melissa her her restraining order, her request for restraining order has been granted. And I know why it's been granted. I did not show up for court like I originally planned. And I know I don't have a warrant for my arrest because it's not that type of court date. Simply, if, if you as the uh, so-called accuser, I'm sorry, accusee, do not show up for court to defend yourself on your behalf or to say something, by default, usually the judge will grant the restraining order to the victim. And if they say it in, a, in such a way as if you do not show up for court, most likely the judge will not grant in your favor, will not turn in your favor, which means that the other party will win. But to me, she didn't win anything because I don't plan on going to her house. I don't have an address. I don't have a phone number. Yeah, I know that's put in the process document on the first, on, on, few, on two of the pages, but I don't remember her address by heart, don't care. Same thing with her number. It, she's lucky I remember her name because there's there's other ways I can actually ruin uh, a person's name I, I I've been on yep talking about it I've been on Google Maps talking about it I've talked about it on YouTube I've mentioned this woman because I want to embarrass her and, and show people I want to 
make people aware of what this woman has done. Just a general idea of how women have, have done changed and become not feminine at all. And how this woman is giving women, this one woman is giving other women, even the good ones, a bad reputation. And, and, and she's one of the women that tries to walk hard like a man. Tries to strut in like a man does because she feels like that's how she even has a chance against men. That she has to like this is a battlefield or something. This is a wilderness. You have to do that. You women like that are not they're, they're scared to be feminine because they feel like they have to hold their own against men in order to compel and compete. And honestly, ladies and gentlemen, a woman should never compete with a man, and vice versa. Because if a man is trying to be a woman. You know, like that other YouTube video I found, Brett Cooper's talked about it. There's this one guy dressing as a woman, and it's, it's actually funny. He's thinking that's a competition? Nigga, that ain't no competition at all. You should be a man, and a woman should be a woman. That's no comp- competitive matter. People should respect the goddamn woes. As you can tell, I think that's uh, siren number three. I'm about to get ready to go. But uh, as you can tell, I'm outside. Yeah, I'm in a public place. Uh, but that's that's really what this podcast is about. It's, it's through aspects of like how people do not respect their own gender roles anymore. You got men dressing as women, women dressing as men. Women trying to be tomboys and so hard. I mean, like, stru- the, way, the way that Marissa would walk would be, was kind of... It was just, I'm glad I got to know about her because, honestly, if I had stayed there at that location longer, I would probably be up getting in a fight with her. And, like, knowing me, I wouldn't stop. Like, I would, I would just probably, just, I, I'm not going to say what I would do. I would probably just get in a fight with her because this, this woman was, was, like, very disrespectful. I mean, and I, but I know that women like that, once they actually encounter a man that's willing to, like, throw down with them, get down with them, and actually fight, they want to back up quickly, and they want to cry. They act hard. It's, it's, it's a front. It's, it's a facade. It's, it's, just a, it's just a protective show. Like, they don't mean it. And uh, she even reported in the, in the, in the thing, like, in, in the process, she said there was crying and anxiety and stress and whatever. So you want to act all tough, but until somebody shows up at your house... And then you want to cry? I don't know. I don't know who hell showed up at the house. Honestly, I, I want to find the individual that did because I want to congratulate him. I mean, tell him not to do it again. But uh, I want to congratulate him. Apparently, he got away. Uh, I guess this individual kind of looks like me. Maybe he has my skin tone. That's kind of scary. I didn't know I had a doppelganger. Now I'm on the load. I hope he doesn't have my address. Um. Uh. But, I mean, you know, the thing is, I don't even remember what this woman looked like. I remember, because most of the time she wore a mask on her face, so I don't know what her nose or mouth or eyes. I think I think she had brown eyes, but I don't know, I don't know what her face looks like anymore. So I probably wouldn't even recognize her if I saw her, which is a good thing. So that's, that lets you know, and I really should have went to court. I really, I really regret it now. Um. Because I had some shit to say to the judge. I, I had so much to say to the judge. I was going to be like, um, I don't know who showed up at her house. She must be lying. Uh, if somebody did, it wasn't me. I have an alibi. I was asleep that day. 
uh, I sleep in the afternoon at times, especially when I stay up late. If I stay up all the way to 9 or 10 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to sleep probably to 5, if not 6. Um, Your Honor, I don't think it should be granted because the stuff that's in this document is not true. I did not steal the breast. I did not steal the butt. Uh, I did notice that her shirt was unbuttoned, so I noticed her cleavage, but at that point I looked away. I wanted to ask her button up so that I can't see her cleavage because professionally I think that she needs to dress professionally but I would not like try to drag it out I would just speak with her manager about it honestly because it's actually offensive to you know to do that but I, I that's what I should have done in the first place I should have spoke with her manager about where she dressed and uh, I just didn't want to be like a person I didn't want to be a snitch so honestly I just I ignored her, her, her quote unquote her breasts and her buttocks but if you're gonna point that out as in court case, like I, I just would, I just want to tell the judge that half, that more than half, pretty much 90% of what she, of what she wrote down was false. The other 10%, yeah, I did ask some questions. They were not invasive. The questions that I asked were actually not invasive. I was only trying to get to know see if her job was similar to the one I had in Regal because I was actually thinking about applying. And I told her that, so she knew what was up. So basically, I would, I would have let the judge know that she is lying to the court and she is lying about this. And therefore, the, the, the restraining order should not be granted. Trust me, I don't know where she lives. I'm going to throw this paper away. I don't care if, if, if she has an address. I don't care. I don't plan on seeing this woman or ever meeting her again. Um, I don't want her knowing where I live. Because it said in the document that she was. I need more time to, to find Michael Newman. That means that she's looking for me. And I'll be honest with you. If, uh, I don't know what she looks like. But if anybody ever come to my place, um, I'm calling the cops. Like, I'm going to call the cops and demand the police arrest her. Because I'm going to tell the police, you don't handle this situation, I will handle it. And I trust me, trust me, the way I will handle it, you will not like. And so it reported, supposedly she had a crowbar in a defensive position. She had a crowbar with the individual. I don't have a stun gun or a crowbar, but I do have a knife and a taser, and I will use it. If I have to. I mean, I've already scared several people away with it. I just scared an individual yesterday. Told him if he can come at me once, but he's going to get tasered. 